back when I started Smart Passive Income, this was back in 2008, the community lived on the blog. People were leaving blog comments and that was how we connected. And then later on, social media came about and first it was Facebook pages and that worked, but then they throttled that and then Facebook groups has become a big thing and that still continues to be a great thing. And what I've realized over time is that people crave community. They crave supporting and seeing and meeting with and being a part of groups of people like themselves. And no longer are blog comments the place. Facebook groups, although still quite popular, there's a lot of them, we're subscribed to many of them, it's just more noise in our feeds now. How do we best build our community, attract people who are similar and serve them better and have them serve each other too? Well, today we're talking about just that with Gina Bianchini, the founder of Mighty Networks. The funny story is back in 2010, 2011, uh, and even, even a little bit before that, there was a tool called Ning that just came out. I don't know if you might have recognized the name, N-I-N-G. And it was this place where any person can go and create their own community. And it was hosted on Ning. You would get people to sign into it as members and they would connect with each other, much like you would with a Facebook group. And it was just a cool platform to be with people who are just like you. But then, for whatever reason, that company went away. And it's interesting because Gina is also founder of Ning. So she founded Ning and then some stuff happened and I didn't get into the details of that in this conversation, but she's back and she's with something even more powerful and that is Mighty Networks, this platform that any of us could use to potentially bring in our community in a place outside of social media with more control, with the ability for people to see what they need to see, not what some other giant company with investors to pay chooses for you to see or, or whatnot. Anyway, we have an amazing conversation today about community how important it is, the idea that if you don't do this, you're actually gonna be left behind. Your competitors are gonna bring people in because this is what humans crave, belonging, community, something I talk about in my book, Superfans, and something I'm excited to chat with with Gina today. But first, before we get to that, let's get to the intro. Let's do this. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, if he was stranded on a desert island, the one thing he'd bring would be his ukulele and a fire starter, Pat Flynn. Now, as you know, I've been in the podcasting space for quite a long time now, and I've had a lot of success with the multiple shows and, and episodes and even the courses I've created. Part of my success is due to how particular I've been in the tools that I use. And one of my favorite tools is Buzzsprout. For those of you who are not familiar with Buzzsprout, you need to be because if you have a podcast or you're looking to start one, Buzzsprout is by far the easiest way to start podcasting and they're making it even easier. This is a podcast host and it allows you to get listed on all the top directories, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. I use it myself. They've provided advanced stats for us now so that you can track your podcast downloads and understand exactly what things are happening with your show, which is really key, right? Just there's not a lot of data that uh, a lot of tools give us access to, and Buzzsprout is some of the best. They'll even help you build a website for your podcast so your audience can easily find you online and listen to all the episodes right from your site too, if, even if you don't have a website. On the technical side, this is one of the coolest things I've seen in a while. Through the host, Buzzsprout, you can automatically optimize your audio through their newest feature, Magic Mastering. So magic mastering is like an Instagram filter, but for your audio, and it takes the audio you have and just automatically masters it to match the Apple Podcast authoring best practices. It's totally awesome. Just, I love them because not only is it just a super easy tool to use, but I know the team there, they are the sponsor of this episode, and I wanted to make sure you got to know who they are because they're, they're a great tool, and if you're just starting out with Buzzsprout, you can actually get a special deal. Their plans start at $12 a month. Buzzsprout is a wonderful partner of mine, and you know, you can actually get 33% more time on your plan, whichever plan you choose, just through this link alone. And that's smartpassiveincome.com slash buzzsprout. And that's a huge deal, 33% extra time on your plan just by going through that link. You can claim that again by going to smartpassiveincome.com slash buzzsprout. Check them out, they're awesome. Hey everybody, welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast. This is session 405. My name is Pat Flynn, here to help you make more money, save more time, and help more people too. And let's just dive right into the conversation today with Gina Bianchini, the founder of Mighty Networks. Hey, Gina, welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. 
This will be a lot of fun. I want to talk to you a lot about Mighty Networks and the idea of community and why we should all be thinking about building a community and why not on places that we already have access to. But before that, I want to talk a little bit about your history because when I learned about you and I learned that you were also the founder of Ning, N-I-N-G, for those of you listening, I got really excited because I was a member of Ning. And, and so tell me about why community and creating groups of people online who are all interested in, in, in a topic or each other, like why, has that always been a part of your nature to be a connector like that? Yes. And I'll tell you, when, as soon as you were asking that question, my answer was because people are awesome. And the thing that makes people awesome is their interests, their passions, their stories, their curiosity. And so with Ning, our whole approach, and this goes back to like the early days of social networking. And for those of you who remember, it was called Web 2.0. And it was like emerging out of, it, it was the services that were emerging out of the ashes of the dot-com bust. Mm-hmm. And that was really the beginning era of social networks and social networking. And where, you know, Facebook was about connecting people you already knew, LinkedIn was about your professional identity. Where we were focused at Ning was on all of the interests and passions and topics and choices that make us all really unique and amazing as human beings. And so our whole approach was there wouldn't be one or two dominant social networks that, you know, we're supposed to do everything, you know, in one place, but rather there would be this rich, vibrant world of millions of different social networks for every conceivable interest and passion and goal and purpose. And we were probably 15 years too early on that idea. forward to 2019 and 2020, there are some very real trends that have been afoot for the last 10 years that makes it a really special time and moment. And I believe that that original vision of Ning, where we would live in a world similar to the internet, where there are millions of different websites and people, you know, have different websites for different purposes and building brands and communities and, you know, selling products or selling services that what we will see over the next five years. And and I'm happy to talk about what I think those trends are, but what we, what, what the end result is going to be is a world where we get our choice of different communities that we want to go deeper with. And the reality is that the friction is just simply so low today between apps and between notifications and all of the things that now exist for a creator to be able to build their own community that connects people in such a way that it gets more valuable to everyone with every new person who joins that this vision that, that, you know, I've certainly had, and we had at Ning and, and, and are passionate about at Mighty Networks, where we'll live in a world of many different communities that allow us to go deeper and build new relationships with people around the things that are most important to us is as normal as, you know, breathing. It takes me back to even before Web 2.0 stuff. And was it bulletin boards, I think, in forums? Like, this has always been a part of our nature. You know, and, and again, it, it it makes a lot of sense. You know, I think it's a relatively small percentage of the world that basically wants to just interact with the people that they happen to be born living near or mm-hmm. that they happen to go, you know, to, to X, Y, or Z school with. Those are important relationships to have but they are one small part of who we are as people. And I think the the most positive moment and the most important and energizing aspects of the technology that is now available to us has the potential to do is to allow us to, to find our people around the things that are most important to us. And those things are going to change over time. It's going to be dynamic. But that's the opportunity for creators and entrepreneurs is really sort of owning a particular topic or a different, you know, a take on an interest or a take on on a career or spiritual practice or lifestyle choice or lifestyle choices. And welcome the people that that is the most important thing for them to master at that moment and build really strong relationships and contribute to that rich, vibrant, 
technicolor community that's being mm-hmm. that's being developed. And I believe this is going to be creator led. I think this is going to be entrepreneurial. It is going to be the way that a creator who has any kind of following or an email list or aspires to create the things that come with an email list or a, a social following, this is the most exciting place to be right now in creating what, what we talk about or think about as the creator economy or experiential commerce. But basically, it's all the digital products and services that you can now offer with very little startup costs, no inventory that you need to keep, and where the value of the experiences, the expertise, and the relationships that are being built through these communities is the thing that, that feeds our soul and is the thing that we need and want and are thirsty for as individuals, especially as we're spending more and more time looking at our phones, but feeling more and more lonely. And I think you're right. It's going to be entrepreneur slash creator led because we creators, we thrive on community. When we're uh, on YouTube, it's the community that really supports us and keeps us going. When we're entrepreneurs, we know that when we invite the community in and they get involved, they get invested in what we have to offer and they support the brand and spread it out even more for us. And I want to take us to ConvertKit. ConvertKit's a company that I'm an advisor for. They throw an event called Craft and Commerce. I was there earlier this year in 2019. And at the speaker, sort of closing speaker dinner VIP thing, uh, there was a representative from Mighty Networks there who was just so passionate with the same kinds of things that you were talking about. And she didn't even mention like really what the tool was, but I was just so engaged with her and her love for her community and and and, and the, the drive for all of us to kind of have tools at our fingertips to be able to lead those communities. Like she really, really well represented your brand, by the way, just FYI. Jessica Chambora, and she's amazing. She is amazing. And, and this is why we're having this conversation today. She connected us. And so I, I want to take us to the origins of, of Mighty Networks. You know, Ning, Ning was a thing and then it kind of went away for a while. And now you're back and even stronger. What was the origin for you getting back into this and, and going even you know, full on with it to create a product for all of us to use? Yeah, it's it's a really great question. So I left Ning in 2010 and we started, we started sort of the precursor to Mighty Networks in 2011, 2012. And, and our vision for Mighty Networks was quite simple. We wanted to build something that was ad-free. We wanted to build something that was mobile first and something that was creator-led. Because of my Ning experience, my passion is for the entrepreneur and giving an entrepreneur or a creator the tools and technologies that are going to be the most valuable for creating a long-term sustainable business that only gets more valuable over time with more people, as opposed to where I think, unfortunately, the world, you know, the world has been over the last couple of years, and I think this is changing quite rapidly, which is, you know, the way that you build a digital products or digital services business or a creator business is, you know, through marketing, marketing is not going to go away, email is not going to go away. But the more that that the email and the marketing can funnel you and and your members into something that gets more valuable with every new person who joins, there is something inherently amazing about that. So our vision with Mighty Networks was to create something that allowed you to bring your people together in one place, do more with them, run online courses, have virtual workshops, or even organized in-person events because of some of the features we have related to, you know, people near me and the ability then to charge for whether it's, you know, online courses or mastermind groups or an online course and a mastermind group, which we just launched in July and available on every platform. And some of the things that are really interesting, or at least they're interesting to me, I should say, um, are the fact that a year ago in October, 30% of our traffic was on native mobile, iOS and Android apps. Mm -hmm. Today, over 65% of our traffic and engagement, which is about two to 300 times what it was last October is happening on native mobile. Wow. And so, you know, when you start to think about kind of the tools and technologies that most people are using and are out there, you know, again, trying to bring their people together 
But for many creators, they start with the content. They start with the following and the content. And, and then I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, build my email list for my content and I'm going to try to sell, you know, different levels so that people can access my content. Here's the thing. Every successful technology platform that you use today has a set of underlying dynamics, whether it's Airbnb, like eBay, Facebook, LinkedIn, the list kind of goes on and on called a network effect. And what the network effect means is that you are each of these platforms have created a business that gets more valuable with every new person who joins. It gets more valuable to everyone with every new person who joins. So Facebook's valuable because other people are there. eBay is valuable because other people are there. Airbnb is valuable because other people are there. There is no reason today that a creator who might have online courses or mastermind groups that they charge for that they should be doing these things on all these different platforms that one is just a headache to manage. It's a headache for your members to manage or your people to manage. And it doesn't allow you to do the thing that is the most valuable to any creator, which is to create a network effect. And so the way that this shows up uh, at Mighty Networks is, is we hear from creators, I want to bring my community and my courses together in the same place. Like, I just want to have fewer SaaS services that I have to manage. What they're really saying, though, is the way that I achieve results and transformation, which is ultimately what people will pay for, and they will pay a premium for results and transformation, is if I can bring my people together in the same place that I am running my online courses, or I'm running my programs, or I'm bringing together all of the UX designers, or all of the people that have a you know, goddess-based pagan spiritual practice, or financial advisors who specialize in serving physicians. All of these are our mighty networks today. And what's powerful about a mighty network, unlike having a Facebook group plus your online courses on a different platform, plus your, you know, squeeze pages and other things on a, yet another platform, and your events on yet another platform, is that when you bring these things together, you're not just bringing your community and courses together in the same place. You are in fact creating and taking advantage of the same underlying dynamics that have built some of the most successful companies in really the history of companies. And the difference is that where those have all been centralized platforms that feel big and overwhelming and like, don't let creators have data, don't let creators, you know, even control that, like sending a message and ensuring that everybody's going to receive it in a Facebook group, for example. What's different today is that services like Mighty Networks, and I'm sure there will be other ones because we are growing very quickly. And so there will, there will likely be copycats is we basically say you as a creator should take advantage of the same underlying dynamics that built those platforms by having your own network effect that is creator sized, that is for your people, that builds your business. You get full access to the ability to talk to every single one of those people. You get full access to their data because you are the Mark Zuckerberg of your mighty network and create something that would allow you to grow faster, charge more money because people are seeing, you know, finishing your courses and seeing better results. They are making the transformations in their own lives. And so they're going to have amazing testimonials that will allow you to sell your programs at a higher price point and people get even more value from them. And that it's ultimately all less work for you as the creator, because you're not waking up every day being like, oh my gosh, I have to feed the beast. But rather you've created something that essentially runs itself because what you've created and convened is that the people that are all as passionate as you are, your super fans in, in your amazing book, which I read recently. And I was like, this yes. is, this is spot on, you know, this is spot on. And then I proceeded to share it with a zillion people. But when you think about those super fans, you can feed them not just with your own content because content can get tiring, but you're feeding them with other super fans. And that's the power, like that is where the world is going. The world is going to creator sized networks that are bringing people together to inspire and fuel each other 
in the context of a creator-led community that is generating revenue from subscriptions, memberships, online courses, events, and the connections being made. So, you know, one of my friends puts it this way, it's like, come for the creator and stay for the network. And that's really what I think is, is going to continue to happen here. I love that. And, and you're speaking my language. Thank you for the support for Superfans, by the way. And I think, you know, a few of us who are listening right now have an advantage of already having an audience, already having online courses, in which case it just makes complete sense to kind of bring everybody together, right? But how do you speak to those who are just at the start of their journey? They don't have that community yet. How does one even begin to build that community and invite people in right at the start? And I think the big worry is, well, it's going to be crickets. Why would people come when nobody's here yet? So can you help those of us who are just getting started? Pat, I love this question. I think about this all the time. So here's the first thing to just reframe. We have this mythology and this narrative around communities or even a following or an email list that it has to be hundreds of thousands of people to be to be valuable. One of the one of the first questions I, I get is what's your biggest community on Mighty Networks? And here's the thing that I now, you know, since we've launched payments, I can look at the numbers. Here's the amazing thing. So there's never been a better time to start a online course or a, a you know digital products business. And here's why. When you have a purpose, we like to think about it as a big purpose that is valuable to people and represents results and transformation, you can launch a live course. Uh, Danielle Leslie and what she's doing with Course from Scratch is just simply amazing along these lines as well. But the, the fundamental idea is that it's not about creating something that has to be big day one, but rather you can create something small and intimate that actually looks a lot more like group coaching and you know, be an equivalent that is better and more profoundly you know, transformational for people than what they would do otherwise in terms of hiring a coach or a personal trainer. So the idea would be, can you find the topic, if you're just starting from scratch, can you find the topic that represent something that people want and also that your unique story, Danielle Leslie calls it your culture ad, can really deliver value to the people that you would bring together. You essentially bring together five or 10 people and with Zoom and, you know, I would argue a mighty network, you can actually bring those five or 10 people together at a premium price to see results and transformation that then you can turn around and use their testimonials and their transformation and results to expand your community and bring more and more people in. And so this, this strategy of essentially launching a course live with five or 10 people, when you're charging over $500, it actually becomes really valuable. And it, it becomes, it becomes something that anybody can start. And the power of doing it on a mighty network is that you can actually then, then have the community and the course in the same place. And so you can expand and scale really effectively from there. So I'll, I'll give you an example. So we, I never thought that I was going like that. I had permission to teach a course. I know that might sound weird, but in, in, I was, especially before we launched online courses at mighty networks, I had been talking to people that like, the first thing they would say to me or anybody on my team was, well, I've been building online courses for a decade and our, you know, pet, you know, pedagogy is this. And like, this is how you do it. And it was really intimidating. And I thought that there was like some special certificate you had to get to launch an online course. And so I didn't do it for like a year. And then finally, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to launch it in a way that I'm comfortable with, which I'm going to start with a group. I'm just going to start with a group within our Mighty Host Network, which is our Mighty Network for people who like are starting and running Mighty Networks. And we had 400 people sign up. And then we ran it live. So, you know, I basically, I had five, five weeks, five topics, 
And I just did a topic every week and I just prepared for that topic. On Tuesdays, we had a topic session and on Thursdays, we had an hour of office hours. And five weeks later, I had had one of the most profound experiences of my professional career. And the reason was when you create something that is live, even if it's a small group, you don't need 400 people. You can have five people and it's really profound and energizing. We built it together. We created something that was living and breathing together. And it was so much better than if I had gone off and spent six months or a year, you know, perfecting my content and then like launching it in one fell swoop, you know, to crickets. I basically started with people. I brought them together. And now we're about, we're just finishing our fourth cohort of this community design masterclass. And we have been able to replicate the results from it. And it was all because we had done it live with people. So that might be a really long-winded way of saying, if you are just starting out, start, don't make community an afterthought, make it the first thing you do. And a community can be five people that you are taking on a journey of this sort of notion of like one concept per week over four weeks or five weeks or six weeks. And it's magical. It's energizing. It's creative. It's it like, I, I don't tend to want to get off the phone or get off our, our, our video chats with people because they're so fascinating and so cool. One more thing to add now that we launched it, it has this ripple effect as well. So we have had folks that have participated in this community design masterclass that we started from scratch again, go on to do $50,000 launches in 72 hours. And the reason is that, you know, they understood what they were, what they would be able to do. And they had the confidence that it's like, Hey, I've got this locked in. I know what I'm going to do with this community. I know what I'm doing with this course. And I'm not afraid to charge a thousand dollars because I know the value that I'm bringing to people. And so when you have 50 people willing to spend a thousand dollars, you've got something and it does not require, especially if you already have an audience, you can do that very quickly. If you don't have an audience, five people paying $1,000, you know you've got something. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this goes along the same lines as what I teach in my other book, Will It Fly? And it's kind of using the customers that you are serving as your way to validate whether or not what it is you're doing is 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 actually working or not. And essentially, like you said, they're creating it with you and, and for you. And that way you don't have to waste the brain space, time or money. Yeah. When you're in creation mode. And I, and I love that. And it's really cool that Mighty Networks is sort of set up and, and supports that. I'm curious, what are some of the other features of Mighty Networks? And beyond the feature itself, I'd love to know from your perspective why that's important for a community creator, sort of even agnostic of, of platform. Why is that built into it? And, and what is the sort of psychology behind it to encourage the engagement that you want and, and the community and the just the feel that you want in there? You mean just any feature or are there specific features you're curious about? Yeah, I mean, any any feature. I mean, I know that you do some gamification within the community to bring people back and to, you know, reward people who are sort of more engaged. And It's you funny know. you say that because I'm actually not a believer in gamification and we don't really have, you know, we don't have a point system. We do have top members, but it's, it, you know, it's really designed and a mighty network is designed for intrinsic motivation. We want absolutely this loop and this ability to come back through native mobile apps, through native mobile notifications. I will say that some of our most engaging features are things like polls and and questions. But fundamentally, just going back to, to the, the prior point, the reason a mighty network exists kind of the way that it exists, where it has, you know, the ability to produce amazing articles, online courses, organize events is because we want the creator to be, you know, in control of a mighty network and to be able to bring their content, their courses and their community together in one place. It's also super important that that creator has control and the ability to talk to every single person who's in their community, in their mighty network. We also have a couple then features that are pretty unique in the market for connecting your members to each other. So we have member categories so that you can set up a way for all of the copywriters to meet other copywriters and the operations directors to meet the operations directors, whatever it is. And then also members near you. 
So those two things, and we're, we're about to do a, a whole revamp of that. That's the, the underlying purpose of that is that when you can quickly and easily and naturally find the people who are most interesting to you or that you should know in the context of being a user experience designer or coming together around a spiritual practice, that's how you create a network effect, meaning that it would get more valuable with every new person who joins, gets more valuable to everybody with every new person who joins. So we started with and have from day one believed passionately that it's about enabling a creator to build their own creator-sized network effect for their people and their business and their purpose. What has been the most fascinating part to me is that when we when we did that about 2 years ago we started really Three years ago, we started to have more and more creators show up, whether it was Tara McMullen or Missy Elmer. These different people showed up and they were like, can you just build online courses into this? And we we're like, why would we build online courses into this? That was never on our roadmap. That was not something that we had even thought about. And so we put it off for like eight months and we were like, eh, like, we'll just, we'll, we'll get Zapier involved here and like, it'll be fine. And they just kept coming back and saying, you should really build online courses. And this is so silly that like, we have to go to these different places. Like we love Mighty Networks for a community, but it would just be such a better user experience for everybody if my courses was, were built in. So we launched courses. Today, over 65% of our paying customers, people who have the, the premium Mighty Networks have online courses turned on. When surveyed, 83% of them said they would be very disappointed if they lost the ability to have their courses and their community in the same place. We were like, oh my gosh, that's, that's pretty amazing. Normally, you, you, you say a product is a must-have at like 30% of very disappointed. So that was something that we've created and we built because we were co-creating this with our creator customers. And then they basically said, okay, that's great that you put online courses out. Love having my community and my courses together in the same place, but now I need the ability to charge for them. And we were like, well, you could use a different payment gateway. And again, like our friends at Zapier could, could help Mm -hmm. us out here. Mm -hmm. And so we put it off and then we didn't stop hearing about it. So we finally built in the ability to not only charge for an individual online course, or charge for an individual group because a mighty network ha- is sort of the, the house, if you will. And then there are either the option of having groups or courses or both groups and courses within your mighty network. So it's almost like rooms in a house. And so we, when we built out payments, we did it so that you could create different membership levels. You could have different bundles. You could offer them externally. You could offer them just to your members internally, and then also have all sorts of privacy levels where your network can be public your groups and courses could be paid. You could do bundles of groups and courses. And we launched that in July. And to say that it's been a hockey stick would be an understatement. Um, It's growing very rapidly. Uh, And we already have our first half a million dollar in three months. We have our first half a million dollar run rate on a a mighty network that is charging directly through our platform. So what this tells me is one, creators are super smart. and while you know while we're always going to have this north star of creating a platform where a creator can show up and build their own network effect they can have the same underlying dynamics that have built the most valuable services around the world today we're also going to keep listening to to creators to our partners to our to our customers and build out the things that they continue to tell us are important and so that's where we're we're probably the most proud of what we what what we offer is because we sit there and we're like we're not the geniuses who came up with this but like we're really good at executing and we're really good at bringing these things together that haven't been brought together before. And you know, sometimes people are like, "Oh, like this navigation, like I'm not sure where I am." It's like, "Well, that's fair. We're also bringing together things that haven't been brought together before because Creators understand that when they can have their own unique world with focus, with connections being established between members, where because of the focus and the relationships that people can accomplish their goals more efficiently and effectively, and therefore the creator can build a stronger business that essentially runs itself at higher and higher price points and greater and greater growth, 
that that's the magic of what we've created with a mighty network. So the features are cool. I love them. I love using it every day. We run our community design masterclass on a mighty network using our payment structure, using our courses that's built right into a mighty network. But all of them, all of the features are in service of the ultimate goal that I believe in, and I, I feel incredibly fortunate to talk to creators every day who share this goal, which is their ultimate goal is to create a healthy business that allows them to invest their time, effort, money into their passion. And typically that passion is how do I bring what I have experienced or what I uniquely understand to more and more people so that they can have a more successful career. They can build a more successful business. They can make more money for them and their families. They can navigate stress and anxiety with a series of practices that have have helped that creator. And now they're ready to share it with with others mm-hmm. or, you know, they they are bringing together a community powered course and, and business related to like parental burnout, whatever it is, it is, it is fundamentally grounded in let's bring people together to master something that is interesting and important to each of us in this community and the power of being able to make money from it. And I think, you know, Pat, you know, this and see this every day is not just so you can drive a fancier car or have a bigger house. It's that you can have those things, but you can also invest more of your time, energy, and presence into the, to helping other people achieve the results and transformation they want to have in their lives and overcome the obstacles that without a community mastering this thing together would be very difficult for any of us to do on our own. Thank you for that. How does one navigate the idea of when trying to build a mighty network, for example, and a community outside of these popular social platforms where we can create groups and things like that and invite our community in? I know there's a little bit of friction because there's people who go, well, everybody's on Facebook already. Isn't it easier to set up something there? There's a, there's a lot to ask to have somebody, you know, sort of dedicate time to somewhere outside of the places they're already at. I'm so glad that you asked that question. So, so a couple of things that I think are, 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 are very important to, to kind of put into perspective. So first of all, as a creator, you're already asking, like if you're running online courses, you're already asking people to go somewhere else. You're already asking people to go somewhere else. And, you know, if you're running any kind of subscriptions, you're asking people to go somewhere else. You have a website already. One of the most popular use cases for a mighty network is a creator who says, you know what, I'm sick of having a static website. The fact that I can have my website and my community and my courses and my payments and my, you know, marketing pages all in one place is what I want because I want to move from having something that's static to dynamic. So fundamentally, this notion that we're not asking people to go somewhere else is just false. It's not true. Then the second thing I would say is that in no way, shape or form would the strategy for a creator who is building this this type of network effect be, hey, I'm going to shut down my social accounts. That would be dumb. The goal is to say, look, I'm going to put I'm going to put teasers out there. I'm going to, I'm going to be present. I have a following. I have an email list, but instead of having sort of this legacy, somewhat janky solution of having my courses in one place, but my Facebook group in another place, I'm going to actually bring these things together because that's going to make it more valuable for people. So it's reframing from, I'm afraid to ask people to go somewhere where they're not at today, because we're already doing that in, in other places. It's saying, I'm going to create something that is an immersive world where my people can focus. They can achieve the results that they want to achieve. We together are going to be able to master something interesting. It's going to be much more likely that the thing runs itself because my super fans are going to be there building the core of this and then bringing other people who are moving up the pyramid into this community. Mm -hmm. And that now all of a sudden I have my own mobile notifications that I am 100% confident that is reaching all of my people. Because in a Facebook group, you cannot predict what people will see. You actually like you are you are fighting the Facebook algorithm for what they decide your members should see. 
not what you believe is the right way to start to build relationships between the members of your group. Because people are struggling to build those relationships because, you know, the feed is whizzing by. And let me let me share two examples of this. So one mighty network that's very successful, it's called Find What Feels Good. It's the community for a, a YouTube star named Yoga with Adrian. Or her name is not Yoga with Adrian, but the channel is mm-hmm. called Yoga with Adrian. And they had a 25,000 person Facebook group before they discovered Mighty Networks. In that Facebook group, they were finding, especially in 2016 and, and sort of since we've seen just this overwhelming prioritization by the Facebook algorithm for things that are angry or things that have very strong outrage associated with it. Mm-hmm. And because they were sort of seeing in Facebook that people were interacting in their yoga community, find what feels good, Kula, with the same intensity and outrage kind of trigger sense in a yoga community as they were because they were just coming from another post of their friend who, you know, is showing the latest outrage of what's happening in the world. That prompted them to launch as an experiment, a mighty network, which was sort of their own standalone community. And then they started to see something very fascinating. They started to see when they would post the same thing in their Facebook group versus their Mighty Network. And, and this is not because Mighty Networks is in and of itself special. I'm certainly biased and thinks it's it's pretty amazing. But just because it's not on Facebook is why this happened. They were starting to see a very different dynamic evolve on, on their Mighty Network, one that was more supportive, one that was more focused, one that was gentler. And when they saw this, they realized, okay, it's time. They shut their Facebook group down. And again, there's a lot of people that, that are like, oh, my Facebook group's so big. They have 25,000 people. Today on their Mighty Network, they have nearly 100,000 people. And this community is one that is supportive, highly engaged, and totally not on Facebook. That's great. How does one manage a group of that size with all the noise in there? I think this is part of the reason why Facebook wanted to control because it was just getting too much for some people on the other end. How's that managed? So the way, so we did a lot of the R&D on Mighty Networks by partnering with a few companies and helping them sort of manage some very large, helping them create and, and grow some very large communities in the 150 plus range. And what we did was we essentially built a creator-led community where, unlike a Facebook group or unlike you know the algorithms on Facebook, we have built in a way for a member to personalize what they see with one exception, updates from the host. So when it, it, what we have created is this really nice balance between, hey, a person can really personalize what topics they opt in or opt out of, what groups that they want to have. Because again, on Facebook, you have one group and then you have to like try to create other subgroups, but they're not actually subgroups. They're just different groups, which then is best to manage. Um, In a mighty network, all your groups are are under the umbrella. They're, They're rooms in the house of the network or courses are rooms in the house of the network. So it's all in one place. So your feed on find what feels good, Kula, is all the stuff that you belong to. It's all the stuff that, that, that you care about. And that scales beautifully. And then on top of that, what is different because we created Mighty Networks from day one to be creator led is that the creator has the ability to, you know, to, to access all the data about the members and analytics and everything that you just don't get on a Facebook group. The second thing is to be able to message and to send a notification to everyone when there's a new post or there's a new course or there's a new group. Um, so all of your marketing can actually, instead of doing it over, over uh, just email or, you know, conversion pages, you have those things, but you have them all related and centralized to this, this dynamic network. And so that has allowed for some really, 
And the way our, our, you know, personalization or, or algorithms work is it's different when you have a mighty network with 10 people and you're just getting off the ground versus when you have a mighty network with a hundred thousand people. But for the member, their experience shouldn't be overwhelming. It should be, wow, there's, there's cool new stuff that I care about. And that's what we show you. I like that. You'd think that's the way it would be everywhere, but it's not. (laughs) To finish up, I have a question because I know that, you know, I've managed communities before on all kinds of different platforms. And typically when they're launched, everything's really exciting. People show up. It's, it's, It's just a lot of discussion. Everybody's excited. And then there's like this honeymoon period where it's awesome. And then it kind of can potentially fade away. And how might a creator just continue to, in the long term, continuing to encourage people, especially those who aren't the super fans who had come on because of the initial excitement, but then, you know, they've got other things going on. How do, how do we keep them excited other than just relying on the community itself to keep them excited? Well, so first of all, relying on the community itself to keep them excited is how a network effect works. It's why Facebook works the way it does. Mm-hmm. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't get up in the morning and say to himself, oh my gosh, I need to push out some more content today. Right. To keep it alive and going. And so here's the beautiful thing is that there are just some very simple principles. Again, we, we teach it. We talk about it as community design. But when you have a clear motivation and purpose for your community, you have just some really lightweight monthly themes. You have a weekly calendar that can, again, be very lightweight. And, you know, these these interactions that only take a few minutes but keep people engaged you don't have to lose the energy. And if anything, what you're looking to do, and we have things like scheduling posts out in advance, but fundamentally you can create something that is so valuable. You can charge for it. And yet so well-designed, it essentially runs itself. And it's just about taking advantage of some of the, some of the techniques that tie your motivate, the motivation for your community and making it about what are your people mastering together as it is about your content? Like if you are like the community is reliant on my content, that, that is somewhat challenging. And this is a place I will say that the software matters. The reason why it is hard to kind of keep a community going, certainly on Facebook, is that every interaction that the members of your group have with your group on Facebook it's a competition for their attention, meaning that they count a view as less than three seconds. It's really hard to engage with other people at less than three seconds. It's certainly hard to meet people in less than three seconds. The other thing is on Facebook, what are they doing? They actually don't care what your group is about. They don't care about the work that you're putting into your group. And that's really demonstrated by the fact that the more effort you put into your group, the more that they actually market other groups to your members and specifically other groups like your group to your members, which means that you have to work harder and become more exhausted just trying to keep everybody's attention in this ever flowing waterfall of like outrage and new things and context switching and all this stuff. So when you, when you make the decision to create a community that is mastering something interesting together, you shift the purpose of it such that one, you don't have to be there every single second of every single day, but you can create something that is valuable and transformative to people that they can take and really run with. Thank you, Gina. I appreciate that. I want to talk to you for more hours just about this because my team and I are actually looking at creating something later this year related to community and we're exploring our options and and just this discussion is so important and so key. So thank you for that. I appreciate you. For anybody who's listening, who's interested in Mighty Networks and exploring it, where might you recommend they go? Mightynetworks.com. Easy enough. Uh, (laughs) Easy enough. And what I would say is, you know, for anyone who any of this resonates, like that you just know intuitively you should be bringing your people together to meet and and interact and build relationships with each other in the context of your brand, your purpose, your courses, this is happening. And, And the results that people are seeing are pretty profound and pretty awesome. People's expectations, consumer expectations of, you know what, I actually value and will pay more for focus. 
I will pay more for something that is outside the noise and distractions of Facebook. And I want to live in the world that you as a creator is creating for the people that love you, your super fans. This is the time. And if, if your intuition at all says I should be exploring this, you're right. And it is happening. You know, it is happening right now. You would not be the first person to, you know, shut down a Facebook group or, or move your courses to something where it can all be integrated and that you can create a network effect. You can create something that gets more valuable to everyone with every new person who joins. And it's exciting. It's a really exciting time. And I look forward to meeting anybody that's interested in this. And especially if, if you feel like you, you want to explore this further without necessarily making the move, you know, making a, a move, our community design masterclass, which we're starting our next one in a, in a, in a few weeks, it's been a pretty profound experience for the folks, the nearly thousand people who have been through it. And I know every time I do it, it's a profound experience for me. That's awesome. Well, thank you for the work that you're doing, Gina. I appreciate you. Uh, MightyNetworks.com is where you want to go. I can absolutely, and I think everybody could agree, we could feel and hear the passion from your voice related to all this. And I think it's so important. So thank you for your work. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Wonderful. Thanks so much for having me, Pat. All right. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Gina. Again, from Mighty Networks, you can check out MightyNetworks.com. And I would agree, community, amazingly important. And me and my team, we're looking at different options, Mighty Networks being one of them, as different ways that we could bring the community together. We actually have a community on Facebook with over 40,000 people. And it's great. There's a lot of amazing conversation there. Thank you to those of you who are a part of that community. And if you want to go ahead and check it out, you can go to smartpassiveincome.com slash community. However, there is something to be said for a lot of people who go in there wanting to hear from myself and others. They're just, they're just not seeing that. And to have a place where we can, as creators, have a little bit more control over the experience that our audience and our members have, whether that's for free or for paid or if they're in courses or just a part of a conversation, that's so key. So I recommend you check out Mighty Networks. I know a number of my colleagues are using it to support their communities and we're interested in looking at it too. Definitely worth checking out. So thank you, Gina, for coming on today. I appreciate you. MightyNetworks.com. If you wanna get the links and the resources mentioned in this episode, head on over to smartpassiveincome.com slash session 405 and you'll be uh, met with some great content and some information there. And again, big thanks to those of you who are brand new to the show. Make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't already. We got a lot more great content coming your way. So make sure you subscribe and thanks for being a member of Team Flynn. I appreciate you. And until next time, keep on doing what you need to do to grow your business, help and serve others. And as a byproduct, serve yourself and make more money too. Cheers, take care. And as always, Team Flynn for the win. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com.